What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Dumb and Dense Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Aboyera. With me today, we got the original crew today. So we got oh, Keenan Johnson. Yikes. The OG crew. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Just... We got Keenan. All right, he's outside the screen. I am. You, they can't see. Who gives a fuck? Look. <laughs> oh, oh. Whoa. And then we got uh, Sebastian Skubik. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so today we had to uh, switch up some things because one of our members is out today. East is out today for, uh, I think, because his sister's graduating this week. So um, we're giving him time for that. And uh, yeah, so we, we were originally going to do a show about um, relationships in our like dating lives and we're gonna put that to the back burner for um, sometime down the road right now but today we're gonna discuss we're gonna go back to our roots I feel like I feel like we do best when we talk about things that we are passionate about and I feel like the MCU is something that we are all passionate about and have a lot of knowledge on and I'm gonna be honest I'm obsessed but yeah I mean even, yeah like we, I feel like there's like different obsessed. levels tell us but we're all involved in like involved in this fandom Watching yourself at some at some level stop i'm not <laughs> but yeah, you so said today... <laughs> the way you said obsessed was kind of no a little freaky a little, <laughs> uh but today we're going to talk about the disney plus shows for the mcu we talked about we kind of talked about the movies in our, in our ranking series in our first episode so we're back to our first episode um but today we're going to talk about the three shows that have come out since january since the turn of the year so um, yeah, so it should be fun today. Remember, uh, we our last two episodes have been really fun. Um, a lot, the two episodes before this two weeks ago, we had an interview with Starboy Charlie. That's episode I think nine. So please check that out. It's a really fun interview. It's something out of our kind of out of our box. Um, but yeah, D box. <laughs> and then we also had our All last right. week's episode about uh, high school sports, and I feel like it's a good little good like kind of deep dive into kind of what our lives were like. Um, and also remember to follow us on Spotify and Anchor. Anchor, you just need to favorite us on the uh, top right with the star and Spotify, you just follow us. Hopefully now, hopefully by the end of this month, we can get a uh, SoundCloud up so y'all can listen to this show for free. Cause I'm, I push out a lot of people. A lot of listeners do have SoundCloud. It's kind of hard, kind of a hassle to have Anchor or Spotify. So uh, we're just giving you guys more options to listen to the podcast. But yeah, and also follow us on Instagram at Dumb and Dense just to get any updates on new episodes or just how our lives are going pretty much. But yeah, uh, before we get into our topic today, how are you guys doing? I'm good. Good? Yeah? Yeah. How are we doing tonight? Dev, how, well, how, was your, uh, how was your excursion of no Wi-Fi for the last 10 days at your new place? Amish man over here. <laughs> uh it's been interesting. I feel like it has been. It has such its perks, honestly. Yeah. You know, um, it's, you, it's, you just go to like a place. I, like... I've been walking a lot more. It was just like a nice night for a walk. So mm-hmm. been nice. You want to explain to our listeners what like. Living oh, so uh, basically like... in, a, in a quick way, I, um, I moved, I'm subletting for one of my friends in Berkeley right now. And uh, when, well, as I'm driving over there, moving my stuff in, I called them like, hey, so like, what's the Wi-Fi password? They're like, oh, we haven't got Wi-Fi yet. And that was like about two weeks ago. So I've been living with no Wi-Fi for the last two weeks. I personally just got kind of a hotspot, but it's it's been interesting. You know, it's, it's kind of scary how much of, especially now with COVID, how much of our lives revolve around having internet. Yeah. And it also gives me a little, you, like, it gives me gratitude. 
Yeah, when you get like, a- I know. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, oh, it's just like, sorry, go, go ahead. I was just saying, like, like I was talking to Keenan about this before, like, you came into the Zoom, but I was like, like, I feel like when you get a place, I feel like, like, there's some things you can kind of skimp on, but I feel like Wi-Fi is, like, kind of, like, a no, like, especially well, like, they, they got out. Wi-Fi, yeah. but, like, it just, like, they, they didn't know it was going to take this long, and it's from, like, a third party, so mm. it wasn't, it wasn't anyone's really fault, but it really do be like that, I guess. What's the uh, craziest thing you've seen since you've been walking in Berkeley? I feel like that's a pretty- um, Yesterday I was out, I was getting uh, lunch with one of my roommates and like we were like sitting down and then this like guy walked up to us and he's like, he walked up to me. He's like, where's my money, man? I'm like, can I help you? And then he was like, I walked all the way over here. You know, you, you were looking at me like you're giving me money and like, where's my money, man? And I'm like, I don't have any money. I'm sorry. And he's like, you have me walk all the way over here. I got to walk all the way over here, man. I'm like, I don't have any money. And like, he was just a menace. And he was like, I was sitting down. He was like, just like over me. And I just didn't feel like I was in a bad position, you know, but I should have, I should have had my bat with me, honestly. Yeah. One shot. One shot. Honestly. Oh, we were discussing this last week. Um, but <laughs> we were discussing how Keaton is like a, like a level 53 menace. <laughs> I want to, I want to give, I want to give you the floor to give one story about Keenan that like, just like shows that he's a menace to society. Who? Keenan. You're what talking you about Keenan's a me- just he's just a menace in general. No, I know I know a bigger menace. I happen to <laughs> <laughs> but like give me like one story of like Keenan just being a menace. Dude, like, I'm fucking nothing. I'm a fucking nun. Nothing. He's nothing. He's a nun compared to someone else. Compared to someone else. I don't, okay, Keenan's a menace because he 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 hits beds with a stick. Okay, but like no, okay. I feel like menace is like it's like a funny term. Like I feel like if it's like serious, like I like I said I was describing this last week. It's like it's like serious. Like that's like I call it like hazard to the nation. Like like you're like a bigger. Like there's like there's like levels to this shit. I've 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 known worse, but there's a certain hazard to the nation then. Yeah, yeah, like Keenan. I feel like Keenan's like a menace to society, which is Fine. like okay, that's like a middle. Because I feel like there's like like I think the lowest one is like I think like school, I think it's like school threat. I feel like that's like a low. Like, <laughs> no public enemy number one. No public enemy number one. I feel like that's like uh, I think just above menace to society because then that that means you're known. It's public enemy number one. But menace is just like you know like you're like a lower, like lower like you just do lower <laughs> shit. Like, no Sorry. <laughs> you just destroyed everyone's ears from that. What did I was doing my singing? Yeah, uh, Keenan, uh, you're menace level. Sometimes you're a menace, but it's like a, it's like a um, he'll like be a menace for like intervals. I feel like when there's people around him, he'll be more of a menace than the <laughs> dude. When his when Seb's when I first met Seb's roommate, I grabbed a bottle of ketchup and tried to drink. Yeah, why'd you do that? Dude, I don't know. Dude. I was just thinking it'd be funny. Like, imagine just walking in, this dude you'd never met before is just drinking a bottle of ketchup. Like, well, I did. T- I did tell him to listen to this podcast, so expose. It's, <laughs> it's perfect. All an act. It's just, but like, no. I feel like the I feel like the crossover between like menace to hazard is like uh, <laughs> it's like when you. I feel like menace is like when you when people are around you, you just do dumb shit, and I feel like that's just attributed to people being enough. around you. But I feel like mm-hmm. the hazard is like. You don't need to be provoked. Like you just do it. Like doesn't mean doesn't matter who you're with. Doesn't matter like if you're alone or not. You're just gonna do shit that's like, like villain. You're literally a villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take my menace to society uh, badge. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll wear it. I'll wear it with pride. 
but yeah, I don't I don't really know if there's anything else to talk about. But I feel like before we get to it, is there like any guys like any shows you guys are like waiting to come out? Don't this ask this guy. Well, I don't know. I just want to get like a like I just want to you know get our brain flowing about Netflix shows or anything. Netflix. I feel like yeah. I feel like me and Keenan have just been waiting for. How far have you gone into Cobra Kai? So, I'm almost done with season two. Oh my god. You're plotting. I'm busy, man. I'm doing other shit, man. You gotta watch the first movie, though. I think you've already. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, at least watch the first movie. Fuck. Um. But yeah, I think I'm excited for Cobra Kai four. Uh, I think movies is the only one I'm excited for. Maybe isn't Spider Man coming at the end of the year? December. Yeah, that and then maybe Doctor Strange too. Dude, I'm so fucking excited for Doctor Strange. Even even I like saying I think I think I'll watch Shang Chi. I think Shang Chi is gonna be. A oh, solid. I fucking, I'm, I'm excited for that. It's, I it's think solid. It's I think it's gonna be a different. I, I think like, it's honestly gonna be different from what we're gonna see, which I like. I I like different. Ooh, I like calling. Wow. I like I like calling it Shang Chi because that's the bakery. <laughs> I think you know. I, it's funny. Did you hear the rumors that it might get banned in China? Why is it oh, that? Did they say huh? that Taiwan's a country? Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh, shit. Sure. We already oh, we already made fun of China in the first episode. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Do you have to apologize? We're gonna have to apologize. We'll apologize. Fine. We'll we'll do it in Chinese. Just really, you know. See <laughs> I love uh, that video of. Um... I'll ask John Cena for advice on how to like properly apologize to China. Um, yeah, he's pretty good at it. Yeah. So like apparently, so Aquafina is in it, and uh, oh no, Aquafina does not match the Chinese beauty standard. Yeah. And so yeah, they won't. Honestly, I don't think MCU even cares at this point. Like I get, I, I get it. Don't I don't think know. they care. They make so market money. though. Like, but they make so much money everywhere else. Like I don't think it's not like I don't. I don't think it's make a difference. Honestly, I don't. It doesn't matter. Well, it yeah. probably won't. But Disney higher ups are gonna give a shit. They're gonna yeah. care. It's less money for them. Like, even what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do at this point? It's like the movie's already made. Like, I, you can't, I don't know. Are you, you're gonna edit out all our scenes of a principal character to the movie. You're just gonna edit her. I'm curious to see where this goes. Like, I'm curious to see. I think it's kind of a. I think if like this is gonna be honestly maybe a make or break moment between how the MC is perceived, how Disney is perceived in society. Because I, I like, I don't know. I feel like that's. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how events unfold. This should be interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> should we? Uh, should we get started with? All right. Sure. Topic today. So before we get to this, you guys want to go the newest first to the oldest, or do you guys want to go? Because I feel like with the newest, with like starting with Loki and stuff, like it's a little bit fresher in our brains because we we've watched it and then we can go and reflect. But I, I don't know. Like, how do you guys want to do this? If I were to talk about Loki first, I feel like I would spend too much time talking about it. Oh okay, so do you want to go One Division first then? I think oldest. I guess we okay. Can go oldest. Okay. So yeah, so we're gonna talk about the MCU shows today, starting with. Uh, one division. Um, this came out in division. July, January, January 15th. 15th. Okay, so yeah, January 15th. Um, they came out with the first two episodes straight out the gate. Um, how did you guys think? What do you think were some of the, the strengths of, of the show overall? Yeah, overall, the complete difference in it. Mm-hmm. I will admit that was the most different the MCU has ever been. Yeah, at any point in time, that was just completely like off the wall, like insanely different mm-hmm. um so yeah that's a strength 
Um, I feel like the, the, a good strength is uh, keeping it isolated. I feel like we haven't really felt like that isolated of a story in a very long time, um, especially coming off these two like two Endgame. really big like, co- like collaboration movies, and then one with with yeah like Endgame and then Infinity War coming off that two year stretch, especially with the movies being so highly connected with each other like a Ragnarok or like a Spider-Man involving all these other characters in it. I feel like it was really refreshing to see just the character story, just the character story on one person. I felt, it just felt like nice. Well, vision. It, just felt, it felt like less, but like, but at the end of the day, the WandaVision show is about Wanda. It's yeah. That's her story. Vision is just a part of her story. Yeah. Vision yeah. already had his, had his thing in Age of Ultron. That's his, that's his arc. His arc is done. Well, right. it's kind of funny. Well, it's funny when you think about it, just because um, Vision doesn't really have a history. I yeah. mean, he does, but it's it's known already. Like with Wanda, they. I, I feel like it was a good Vision in Wanda Vision was a good B story, to what yeah. Wanda was. It was a good like, oh, okay, we can see him grow, but it's not the main. It's not taking over what Wanda no. is doing. It's not disrupting anything, which is good, which is really good, and like that's what the show should be. That's what these shows should be. It should just be focused, isolated stories on characters that you want to know about, but you don't want to waste the screen time of a movie on. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of like a give or take. So, yeah. So, what do you think some of the strengths are, or a strength you think of this show was? Probably it was, you know, a little different. That helped. I'm going to have to agree with that. Um, uh, it was weird. You know, that's a good thing. Yeah. Kind of gave me Guards in the Galaxy vibes. Mm-hmm. I, I do you guys I don't know if you guys want to I want to bring up this question but do you guys think it would have benefited from doing the Netflix style of just here's the show all the episodes here you go or do you think because I feel like I feel like it it helped it that it was week to week episodic um just because it built up the tension and it built up the mystery of a show and um I was reading I was kind of watching a video on this but like really like when we talk about the show um it was week to week so we could discuss the show like week to week. Like no one was really off track instead of like what, what we are in Cobra Kai right now where we're, where me and Keenan can talk about Cobra Kai, but when Seb comes in, he's watching it on season two and we've already watched till season three. Like we, we yeah. the episodes come already. I watched season three in like one day, like, and then that's not fair to some people because some people don't have the luxury to do that. So I feel like that was good, but I feel like it really hurt it at some aspects just because of the, the fandom just kind of putting these high expectations on a show that they'd never seen before. But I don't know. Um, where do you guys land on the side of episodic or just Netflix kind of style of here's the, here's the whole season. It definitely couldn't exist as that, as like the Netflix style or like a movie. Like it had to be week to week show. It 100% had to be. Well, what did you, could you, could you do one where it's like, I was thinking kind of a middle ground to it was maybe, release all the episodes up until maybe the Pietro episode and then put a long break in between that or just you want to go episode because I, I don't know because it's it's so weird because like it's just like I get it why it had to be episodic I just think it kind of hurt it at some point especially at the end it kind of hurt it but it, it had to be it had to be a week-to-week thing it was it's based off of like the fucking sitcoms like week to week like every episode had a different intro and every episode had it was literally about shows like the whole thing rotated around fucking shows i love lucy bewitched 
Brady Bunch, whatever the 80s show referenced, Malcolm in the Middle, Modern Family. It was all about shows. And that was what, yeah. That's me. No, no question on this. I'm not saying don't question me, but I'm just saying. But do you think it, do you think it could have you think it could have been like a, like if they were to release it like all all was it ten ten episodes? I think 10, so. Right? Yeah, so all ten they just released it there. There you go. Here are the ten. No, I don't think it could have worked. It just think about it this way. Think about it this way. Um, so let's just say, um, Cobra Kai, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, a normal average like kind of streaming but, show but i like i'm just uh well i'm just saying like okay you, you go on go with your go with your point Kidding. um any of those shows if you let's just say you cut out like the let's say you cut out the credits you can kind of just stitch the show together like let's just say i like have all the episodes and i just cut out the credits and i just put the clips together it'll just string out it's just a movie it, it can do that wandavision was not no way like, let's You're just not say, that guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> like, let's just say I cut out the intros, you know, the musical intros, um, and I cut out the credits. It would, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Mm. Like, it ends with, um, yeah, it would, it just wouldn't work. Like, thing, like Wanda and Vision, like smiling at the at, to the camera at the end of, of episode one, and then it just transitioned to them sleeping in a completely different bedroom, with different hairstyles. It doesn't work yeah okay so do you, do you feel the same way on that yeah it, i mean i think it, it was definitely as a netflix style show where it, it, oh well yeah i mean yeah because you would just you would you still yeah. have to watch it in order mm-hmm. but it definitely couldn't have been i don't think it could have been a movie i'm I'm not talking about it as a movie but just like the structure of the show where i i think i think there is some positives to just releasing it all together where the positive is the fans don't go fucking crazy on an episode and hang on one thing for a whole week and have that simmer for a whole week and them coming up with yeah. different ideas. Like, the ending to the show, I like to put it as a metaphor. Like, say, like, Keenan, Keenan, did you see, like, the the Sharks and, like, the Bruins playing play the uh, Stanley Cup, right? And it's game, yeah. game seven Stanley Cup. They have a really good game, but at the end of the game, the Sharks, like, they, like, they, they give up a goal. Would you okay. consider that if it was a great game? Would you consider that a great game, or would you be like, "Well, the ending isn't what I wanted it to be, so it's a bad game to me"? No, um, I would consider it to be a good game. Yeah, but I feel cool. like a lot of people felt like that, where a lot of people felt like, "Oh, I wanted this ending to be like this, so that's why I didn't like the show." You're, like, I feel like you're that's talking about Wandavision, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. I feel yeah. like that's 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 where the weakness lied in the show, where I feel like it could have been structured maybe a little bit better. Um, when we talk about Loki, I feel like they've they've kind of hit the nail on that. Of but like, I feel like they've done it like perfectly of like what WandaVision kind of wanted to do, but it's a different circumstance and it's a different well, story, and it kind of needed that shroud of mystery to it. But take yeah. it easy now. I mean, so far it's good. I you know. I, I feel like when... from the past two episodes, I feel like I won't get to it, but like yeah, but um, yeah. So well. That's the weakness that I saw with the show. For, in my part, was that I feel like it gave the fans too much. Like that's not a that's not a bad weakness. I don't think it's a bad one. I just think it's. Um, I think they gave. Uh, they kind of shot themselves in the foot, pretty much by doing that. But yeah. I mean, look, talking about negatives, what I want and didn't want. 
Um, I feel like it's main... The huge problem I have with the show... Well, A, it was a little slow, I will admit. There was a little... There was good mystery. There was good... I don't know what's going on. Is Wanda behind this? Is someone else behind this? I really don't know. Um, That was good mystery. Not a whole lot of action. Like, the last... Like there was, no and then I also feel like there's a lot of characters in there. I'm like, do you really have to be in here? Like, do you really like Haywood? Like, did Haywood? Did Haywood really need to be? That's his name, right? Haywood, the agent, the director. You mean? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I feel like he was wasted. Like he I was thought, just, again, whatever. He was like whatever. He was like a throwaway. And I get, and I get it. They had to give a foil to like people like Jimmy Woo and like. Uh, oh, well, that was cool. I like yeah. Jimmy. Like he, he had a purpose, you know, like. Mm-hmm. called the fbi in at the end i just i just think that haywood was just a waste of time and then no, he was like i uh, thought they were, i thought he was gonna be some sort of like super secret villain i thought he was gonna be mephisto being dead serious i thought he was mephisto, dude, you're fucking mephisto. mephisto but yeah go, go ahead with did you did you already finish elaborating on like what your biggest problem with the show was it was the the boner okay boner. just I, I think just the whole thing of like leading your audience on to think one thing and then like not giving it to them and i get it i get the subverting expectations that's that's what you should do that's what good like good storytelling is but sometimes the the obvious thing is always sometimes the right choice like i feel like a fucking kid whose parents told them we're going to disneyland and they show up at the fucking dentist's office i would i would rather i would i would rather them if they were going to do the fake pho thing i would rather them just pick a random actor like pick someone else you could have picked so many actors but Evan Peters. Out of all the actors you could have picked, but you like, guys all like that. Because like, I can, I, I liked did it because I yeah, thought yeah. he was fucking Quicksilver. Like, I but, thought uh, he was an X Men crossover. I was like, yes, X Men. Yeah. Let's but, do uh, this. But imagine this. But imagine if it was like, let's say, some other actor like fucking, like Timothy, like Timothy. I don't know. I was gonna say Timothy Chalamet, but like that doesn't make any sense. But like, let's see, it's some young teen actor that we obviously know that has no ties to Quicksilver, right? So yeah. we would spend the whole episode like. Wanda, what are you doing? Like, that's not Quicksilver. Like, it, like then they, it brings up more intrigue instead of leading us to a different way of, oh, wait, the X-Men might come in. Because yeah, I just feel like I... they knew what they were doing and, like, I get it, but, like, I just feel like that's a one that's a disservice to Evan Peters. You just wasted a great actor in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I just feel like you wasted him on, on a dick joke, pretty much. So... Yeah, really. Is that all? Is that all? Is it? Is that all he is to you guys? Yeah, that's what he was in the show. What do you mean? Literally, I'm just saying that they they wasted a lot of talent. Like Evan Peters is a good actor, and you could have used them in so many different ways, but you used them in the wrong way. They could have used them as Quicksilver. Yeah, like if they wanted to bring back Quicksilver, they could have just done that. I don't don't know. I I, I would have rather them just not do it at all, or just do it with a different actor. If they had to do it, just do it with a different actor. That was I was I yeah. remember my heart sinking. And then the and then the like, the uh the tease of the um of what's his name Fantastic uh, Reed oh, Richards yeah, yeah. no so that's weird. another thing. Like, you made it you made a big deal out of this whole thing especially at the last at the end of the episode. You mentioned like astrophysicists like four times. Yeah. And then even the fucking actress who played Monica Rambo was like I can't wait till you figure out who the astrophysicist is and. Yeah. Also, I I feel like the show kind of had a i think the timing was really bad of the show when it came out because it came right after the mandalorian season finale when you basically have the biggest probably the biggest cameo like ever yeah. in the show like come on like 
you're gonna expect the fans to not compare that to that when it's like literally a month later like it's, it's also the fact that like it's been like eight months since anything marvel related yeah. came out and we're all like starving for you yeah. know anything but yeah i felt like the fucking ralph boner thing was just a dumb yeah that was that was a waste. So was astrophysicist. If they kind of downplayed it a little bit, if they're just like you know, yeah, no. Would you? Uh, I thought of this too as an idea. What about what if Wandavision was the second show and they put Falcon in the Winter Soldier as the first show to come out? I feel like that would have been a little bit better because then it would have gave some space in between the. It would have gave some space in between the Mandalorian kind of season finale where they did have the big cameo. And it would have gave probably would have gave even more hype to the show, especially with more like commercials and stuff. Because uh, I feel like with the um, we can we can transition into the when we we can kind of summarize what our thoughts are about One Division after this. But um, with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I feel like it was the most MCU like of all the shows that we're watching right now. And I feel like yeah. that that was the safest show. Um, and I felt uh, like it would have been great if if they would have put Falcon. One division, and then you have that big break, and then we have Loki. Because I feel like mm. that would have been. Because do you think? Do you think the? I feel like the one one division and Loki fit well together, coming right after each other. Then yeah, break. yeah. But I think it was like yeah. I have to, I have to agree with that. I feel Whoa. like that would have been the. Uh, if I was an exec at at, at at Marvel, I would tell them maybe we should put this way because it's because then it sets kind of the precedence of oh okay this is what the MCU should be like, and then we go to the one division where it's like breaking down barriers but keenan go ahead what um falcon and the winter soldier soldier falcon and the winter soldier was um supposed to come out around fall of 2020 and then wandavision was supposed to come out around december of 2020 but i feel like they should have just kept it because it's it's, i feel like that's a good introduction falcon and the winter soldier is a great introduction to the mcu shows and what they should be like yeah Mm. Yeah, what our thoughts were but um, before we get into that, do you guys want to go into your thoughts about WandaVision? You want to give like a little quick kind of review of it? And maybe do we, we do we want to do ratings like a like a grade scale of A, B, C, or do you guys want to do out of ten? What do you guys of each do? episode or just a series? Just the series. Just the series. series. Yeah. You guys want to go out of ten with it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, Seb, do you want to go first? Like sure. Um, I, I, it, I guess it was you know like the first. Marvel show, and, but it also did come out of the back foot of a tried had that, that Disney could do um, TV shows like the Mandalorian, so I wasn't too worried about it when it came out. But I definitely think in the beginning it was like I they definitely got my I liked it because I didn't know what was going on, and I liked that because you know so usually with these things you knew what was going on. I we had no idea what was going on, though there were some things that were I don't know. I feel like towards the end it was kind of like smaller in scope than i know keenan would have thought but i know keenan wanted grand plans but i'm but just I, saying no 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 no, no but I, I don't i, I still liked it but I, I still i was just i liked the ending but i feel like the ending was actually in my opinion the weakest part of the show i liked it i liked the show a lot more in the beginning of that mystery and i feel like towards the end when they like explained everything and there was that whole entire battle I, I yeah I I would honestly in my opinion I feel like the show digressed in my opinion except for Evan Peters I like that 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 was a pretty epic move except for the whole his character was kind of degraded but when, that cameo in the beginning was like mm. society 
Yeah, yeah no. it was a great cameo. I'm not denying the cameo. Yeah. I just feel like it was a waste, though. A yeah, waste I, of Evan of our time. I think like the the show got better as it kept on going, but I personally enjoyed it more <laughs> in the beginning, and I enjoyed it less towards the end. But it was still a good show, and it developed. So if I had to rate it, I mean, are we grading this on on, on par with other movies? Or oh uh, no, I think we should just grade it like as a show, as a show. Like in general, like is this is is this as a veteran Marvel viewer or the average TV audience think viewer? Think of it as like as a TV show. Think of it as, as, a, as a TV show. As like, yeah. I, I, I would. I think I would give it a solid uh, B. Uh, B. Okay. So an eight. Nah, eight and a half. Okay. So not a not a B plus. I think it was the production value was good. The acting was good. They had a, the creative writing team on it was good with the writing. A lot of callbacks. So yeah, I give it hmm. B B plus. Um, I, I'll go next. I think okay. uh, this show was refreshing from what we've seen in the past two, three movies, where it's it's kind of these big events happening in these big set pieces and stuff with Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. It was nice to just see a story that's isolated to itself, no one mm. else, just to one character. And I feel like the journey of Wanda was a great story throughout her arc. Um, I feel like the ending was great because it's kind of ambiguous. It was kind of it had consequences to it. Because really, when you look at the ending, Wanda's the bad guy there. Like she, there's Whoa. no, there's no, there's no like yeah, of course she did it for her own stuff. She was grieving, but and there was outside sources. There was outside kind of um, external forces leading her to that. But at the end of the day, she held the whole town hostage to do to basically like mind control them, right? So yeah. I feel like that's great. I feel like that's that's something different that we haven't seen. Um, I feel like the show is kind of a great start starting point of after post Endgame, uh, Marvel and what that looks like and what it can be and what they're plotting. And I feel like they're setting the seeds now. Where are you building? Um, start. But I feel like the, but I feel like the show, um, lived by the sword and died by the sword. L- meaning mm. that they, their their greatest strength was their mystery, but their we, the, but their biggest weakness was their mystery and letting the fans pretty much pretty much get their hopes up and and like be sorely disappointed at the end, even though it wasn't that bad. And I feel like it was a great kind of look into what Marvel looks like with a lower budget and mm-hmm. like l- letting their writing take over. Because I feel like with the lower budget, your writing should be good, just as good or even better than it needs to be in a movie. So I'm going to give this show a... I'll give it an eight. I'll give it like an eight point five. I feel like it was it did what it needed to do. It's just it the execution was a little iffy on it. Um, I would just like to point out that the budget for WandaVision was higher than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So But it, but is it higher than a movie though? Like let's say like if I think like it was a, like in the hundred million dollar range. That's 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 nothing. That's, yeah, okay, yeah. I know. That's like a high um, that's probably like a high Netflix show. Maybe like interesting things, but for like Disney, movie. that's fucking child's yeah. play. Like, yeah, like for but like going from that to like what an eight hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, with, yeah. with throwing in all these actors, these multiple kind of high name. Yeah, it's it. It just shows that great writing can trump your budget. Like no matter how many special effects you can you can put in your movie, like or in your show, the the writing is at the basis of it. If you don't have yeah. great, you don't have a good you don't have good anything. So. Yeah. Uh, props to props to Paul Bettany. Props to uh, Elizabeth Olsen. They did a great job on the show. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the like 
the show definitely did have a lot of good strong suits. Um, again, just the ambitious, the ambitiousness of it, just it being completely different from anything Marvel's ever made. Um, I really just like, and especially, um, just it, it's like a love letter to TV sitcoms. Like it's it's a good, like, yeah, it's a good mimicking a mimic of it kind of. And it, it's a show for everybody too. Like, yeah, no. Like like any exactly. any of those generations could watch that show and be like, oh, I've seen that kind of show before. Yeah, yeah. Well, just the act and like the acting too. Like they're acting like they would if they were in a 1950s sitcom or 60s or 70s, whatever. Um, yeah, I will admit. Okay, so Seb knows because he was right next to me. But um, that fucking 80s episode where Evan Peters showed up, I fucking lost my shit. I was like. I remember seeing the back of the hair and I was like, oh shit, they're bringing Quicksilver back. I was just like, okay. And then when it showed his face, I like the remote was legit sitting in my lap and I threw my arms up so fucking fast. He woke up until the fucking wall. And I I was like running around the living room screaming, oh my God, oh my God. Because I was like, this is, it's fucking happening. Like they're merging the fucking Fox timeline and the MCU timeline. It's going to happen. It's finally here. And, uh, and then I remember my heart sinking when they were like, your name is Ralph Boner. And I was like, oh, you, you fucking idiots. Like, you, you had it. Like, you blew it up. Yeah, they're like, they fucking, why? Why would you do that? You had, you, no. Um, yeah, I feel like it did, as Seb pointed out, it did get kind of worse as it went along a little bit. It's still like the story still evolved. But I think it got worse because of all the people putting so much hype on it and then and then you have the media tour also i, I can't even mention i didn't even mention the media tour for this movie where like for this show, sorry, show with these actors being like oh we got this cameo. yeah all right fine we got this big, big cameo this big luke skywalker cameo like watch it paul benny like oh i've always wanted to work with this actor before like fuck you just Oh my god. That that was that was kind of fucked up. That's a menace. That's a menace moment, Paul Ben. Society. Yeah, I I I was I I'm I'm gonna be honest, I you guys know I, I fell into the Mephisto category of like anytime anyone would show up, I'd be like, It's fucking Mephisto, look, it's him, it's him, it's Mephisto, it's gonna happen. Um but okay, remember when, we, remember when I said Remember when I said I was like, oh, yo, Mephisto's going to be Al Pacino? <laughs> you know, that would have been kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. That would have been, hey, man, you want to sign a deal? We'll make a deal. Hey, come on, man. Um, uh, but, um, look, in my defense, the whole Mephisto thing spiraled out of control, especially with the fucking hex. Like, everything was hexagonal, and they didn't really explain that. Like, Jimmy Woo literally writes on the board, why the hex shapes? Like, there are hexagons fucking everywhere, man. Fucking everywhere. And, all right. This is They're good. fucking with you. But if you rotate a hexagon in a certain way, the, a star can fit in it. And that is one of Mephisto's symbols. I'm just saying, that's exactly, that was what my thought process was, is you can put a star in a fucking hexagon. Do you, um, oh, yeah, go ahead with your rating. Can you want to do it? Oh, um. Well, I mean, as an MCU fan, uh, I guess, uh, I guess I'll tell you what, um, as an MCU fan, like an eight, as like a TV, as just somebody who isn't 
involved in the MCU. I don't know, like an eight point five, just because yeah. it's got. I feel like the story, the writing is good. the The show was good objectively. Is just, I keep going back to, it, but like them dying by the sword of their fans. It's just, it really, it kind of. What it costs? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I, I get what they were doing. It's just, it was the execution was just bad. Oh, do you guys have a favorite episode from the show? Eighties, one hundred percent the eighties episode. Like that was. I I think for me it was the. Um, just quality wise, it was the show where Agatha, the one after Agatha is revealed and she takes them through Wanda's oh, timeline. Oh, I feel like that was a really good, like, really yeah, good okay. episode of of kind of digging deeper into the character, which these shows, like, that's what the that that episode defines what these shows should be about. As I said from the beginning, it should be about deep dives in the characters that we can't get these deep dives about in a movie. I missed two very important details that I really liked about the show. Um, one of them was when, um, Agatha, like, has the kids, has Billy and fucking Tommy. Really? You know, she's about to, she's about to choke him. And, like, um, you know, like, Agatha is, like, that makes you the Scarlet Witch. I, like, it, that was a good moment. That was where I was like, oh, shit, yeah, you bet your fucking ass she's the Scarlet Witch, yeah. And then the other one, which is basically the same, except in the next episode, where she's like sucking away Agatha's power, and she has That's her nice. fucking comic book accurate, like costume. Oh yeah, yeah. That that that, that was pretty epic. Yeah. yeah right. What about you? Do you have a favorite episode? In Wandavision. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Yes, the, the first ones were pretty good. I guess I like the the one. I like the one where the Halloween one. Oh, that was a good one. Fine, that was man. a good one too. I I. Uh, I think underappreciated moment also of just Paul Bettany's range, uh, the ship of thesis mo- moment with him, with Vision versus um, oh, yeah. White Vision. I think that was a really good, clever kind of way of ending the battle of basically Vision using his mind to trump, his mind trumps anything. That's his biggest power. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that was great. The show was great. Um, just execution was, for me, execution was a little iffy. Yeah. But yeah so now we switch into pretty much a week after um one division yeah it was like it was like... <laughs> we have um captain and captain falcon and winter soldier i'm right yeah falcon yeah. That's the actual title because i always get confused because at the end they switch up the title yeah 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 how did you um keenan do you want to go first on what you thought about uh falcon and winter soldier it was really good um you know, I will admit, I kind of underestimated it. I was kind of like, oh, all right, whatever. I'll watch it. I'm a fan. Really? I'm surprised. I was like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is going to be so good. Um, I, I underestimated it a little bit. I was kind of like, all right, whatever. It'll fill the time. Um, I was impressed. Um, I was I was <clears> impressed. <throat> I, I think it's the most, do you think it's probably the most MCU out of the three shows we've gone yeah. right now? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely probably the most, like, MCU-like. Um. I want to bring up this question to you guys, but do you guys think it would have done better if it had eight to ten episodes to work with instead of just six? Um, I, I I honestly feel that way just because I feel like the ending was a little bit too rushed. In my opinion, it was just kind of like, oh, we have to get everything together. Um, oh, what's his name? Don Walker. That's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, we all we gotta give him his story ending. We gotta give uh, the Flash Smashers their story ending. We gotta give Falcon their story ending. Okay, here we go. This, we have to leave it all to this next episode. We had this also a big cameo too. We're only gonna use her twice, but it's fine. Like, it's. That wasn't a big I just, cameo. I just, I just, I just feel like it was just rushed. The ending was rushed. A little bit. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, go ahead, Keenan, with your 
spiel? Um, it was good. Again, like, oh well, just the whole story of the flag smashers. Uh, very topical. It was really good. Again, like I wasn't expecting it to be that good. I wasn't. I had no clue what the show was going to be about. Like, I mean, they kind of just said like super soldiers and you know how that's going to work out. Um, but yeah, honestly, I was I was impressed. I didn't think it was going to be that good. It's fucking Zemo, like mm. Zemo is. Oh my god. Uh, MVP. Was... Honestly, Barry and Zemo, MVP of this MVP of the show. You know, Zemo is the only villain to succeed fucking twice. Alright? Fucking twice. He's the only villain to succeed in his goals. No other MCU villain has ever succeeded. This motherfucker did it twice. First time was to get Iron Man and Cap to fight. Worked out. Second time to get basically all super soldiers killed. Did it again. Like John Walker's still alive. Mm. But the motherfucker pulled it off twice. Um, Oops, I did it. <laughs> using nothing but his fucking yeah. brain. And I, his... I, I like how I like how he he has a vision. He has like he has like a, a goal, and he sticks by that goal. He has like a his morals are doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's good or bad. His goal was to not have any more super soldier. He could have easily taken the the serum when they had yeah, the serum out exactly. there, but he's like, no, fuck that. I'm gonna destroy all and of them. Become one of them? No. Exactly. Yeah. His morals are fucking rock solid. And I love the respect he had and for that's, that. And that's like, I feel like MCU has done a great job with that too, with um, villain-wise, with people like Baron Zemo, uh, Thanos. Um, yeah. We'll do. Uh, what's his name? Freaking Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael, oh, the Vulture? Yeah, the Vulture. Like, still rock hard towards most. So I feel like that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm kind of getting a tangent there, but like, no, Marvel no. has a really good job of keeping their villains like like there's no holes in their villains like <laughs> yeah pretty much the villains are pretty much rock solid even like yeah i just loved zemo's respect for bucky because like bucky's technically a super soldier but he did not want to become a super soldier like hydra captured him and made them their own super soldier he doesn't want to kill him because you know he kind of thinks that bucky doesn't really want to be a super soldier and mm-hmm. I, I like that respect for him um for me i think a good part of the a good uh the strength of the show was definitely Sam Wilson. Um, yeah. Anthony Mackie, great actor. Um, at the end, of, like again, as WandaVision, the title doesn't really give the show justice of this is Wanda's story. It's not really yeah. a vision story. Well, so this one, I, this one, I, yeah. But this one is, oh yeah, yeah, because it's her, it, that's her vision. Oh, I never thought about that. That's no, <laughs> yeah, but, but, but it's, it's, I will admit the title for WandaVision is genius because, yeah. and it's her vision. But it's also television. But Wanda controls it. Ooh, funny joke. Funny <laughs> joke. But, okay, but with but with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I feel like at the end of the day, this is Falcon's story. This is his story of him accepting being Captain America. Um, I feel like the show, what cat, what Captain America's movies do, is they kind of bring up a very topical question to the viewer and put it in a superhero what uh, superhero context and i feel like they did a great job especially what's going on now with society um i feel like this was the best well i'm just saying i'm just saying that this 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 was the best kind of story to the best kind of story to explain that society into this (laughs) (laughs) like on a serious note like it was a great to see what's his name isaiah richards that's his name yeah yeah that was a great plot line of just explaining like you know like they're not going to give a damn about you when you become Captain America, 
like they did to Steve Rogers. That they're not gonna glorify you. Like yeah, there's no way in guy. hell you're you're gonna be dumb. You're, like, he basically like you're dumb for even for accepting the shield if you're gonna accept it. And I I just like the kind of the you never really think about that in in like shows or in superhero movies where like yeah maybe they don't accept the shield just because of what he looks like and what he could stand for, and yeah. I don't. I think like that show did a real uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier did a really good job with that. I just feel that some of the characters in there is just a little rushed. Um, I, I said that for every episode, like <laughs> for every show. I just felt like it was it could have done better with two more episodes of character development, especially with like Carly and I feel like Bucky kind of got f- fucked over too, just with like the screen time. Yeah, did him dirty. He had a pretty fair amount of screen time yeah, where he was but, repenting and stuff like that. But again, Bucky had the two movies before this. He had he had the first Avenger, and then he also had the Winter Soldier. The Winter, Winter Soldier was about him. Like that whole movie was about and Civil War was about him. So like, I'm fair enough. I, I feel like that's it's fair enough for him. And then but we, we came to see Falcon. We came to see Sam Wilson, and I feel like going forward, this was a good. This, it was a good way of kind of setting him to be Captain America. Um, you know, what really sealed in the deal for me was that fucking ending speech. Like, mm. Captain America's signature is his fucking ending speech, and I fucking love that speech at the end. I was just like, oh, jeez, that's it. Yeah, you got it. Captain America right here. <laughs> um, Sam, what about you? What do you think about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I just like how, like, in the first episode, we all thought it was Keenan was the new. Was the, uh, <laughs> do it for the camera. Yeah. I want to. We want to clip this. So do do the do the Captain America walk for the camera right now. Walk to the camera. I'm sitting. Just, there. Like, just do like the pose that he does. Just do the pose he does. Dude, he got he got that blog walk. Hold on. See Nice. <laughs> Dude, look at this. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> He's not even in <laughs> Where are your parents? <laughs> no, I, forgot I forgot he did the, We always thought he did the uh he did the thumbs up. He didn't do the thumbs up. No, he winks. He just yeah. goes to the camera and he just goes uh all right, you're good. You're good, bro. Um how did you how did you guys think of, of John Walker as US well? As Captain America, but then basically oh, US agent, US agent, a- US agent yeah. Um, he did a good uh, job as being yeah. like, you know, yeah. like, okay, go ahead, Zach, go ahead, Zach. Got too much hate, man. We sent death threats. It's not very nice. Yeah, that was fucked up. First of all, fuck you if you fucking sent John, uh, if you sent White fuck Russell you. death threats. Well, oh, fuck you. Yeah, Seriously. White Russell, great actor too. Also, like he, I've seen some of his work in like Black Mirror. Great. Great guy, great guy. You mean to tell me, like, Josh Brolin and Thanos killed half the fucking population and nobody blinked? Nobody sent this dude fuck you letters. John Walker just picks up a shield <laughs> and everybody's like, fuck you, man. You're fucking playing Captain America now. You're a fucking asshole. Really? What the fuck is wrong with you people? Are you fucking stupid? Like, <laughs> they, they might be a little slow. Fuck. The fuck is wrong with you? Um, yeah. I, so go ahead, go ahead with your. I feel like I kind of cut you off there, so. Oh no, I I liked him, the the guy yeah. John Walker. He, but you want to go yeah. with your thoughts on the show, like what you. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really too excited about it, honestly. 
kind of seem like old Marvel, but it was a story that had to be told. And I feel like they couldn't, it couldn't have been told any other way because then it would have been weird. This one had, this one had to be a little more based in reality. Yeah. Do you think, do you, I think this one could have been better served as just all the way through Netflix binge kind of style. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, oh yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> I think this one, yeah. Especially if, especially if it's going to be six episodes, <clears throat> don't make me wait six weeks for this shit. Like, just to give it all out together. Um, but I don't think Disney's really going to do that just because of money-wise. They don't want people just to buy the the subscription service for one day and then just cancel it the next day. They so, are in it for the Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, that's just a bad business model, in my opinion. I feel, I feel like Netflix can do that just because they have such a library of stuff that can hold it off. Um, but, yeah. Um, I think... I don't know where to go from here for this show because it's so like I, it was just a solid show i think together um yeah go ahead Kenan. you know um just thinking about john walker it was really i mean i kind of know a little bit about the comics and i know you know u.s agent john walker is, is an asshole um but um <laughs> like he almost had me he almost had me in like what the second episode or it was the third or something where um, almost had us in the first half yeah, I know. Like when, um, like when they're talking in the back of a jeep or the truck or whatever that is, and then John Walker's like, "I'm not trying to be Captain America. I'm just trying to be the best Steve Rogers." I was kind of like, "Hmm, okay, okay." Yeah, why, why, why are you bullying? Like, no, but then at the end of the episode, I was laughing my ass off when he was, when he was like, "A word of advice, then stay the hell out of my way." I was like, "Oh, yeah." I was like, "You almost got me. You almost got me. I almost, <laughs> I almost oh, believed you, you were I, good." Um, I think probably the most, I think the best moment in the show was when they do finally realize that John Walker takes the serum and like, you kind of get the hints of it with the shield, the, the fucking shield going into the wall. You're like, Hmm, something. I, I didn't notice it until when he, when they finally, like when the guy tries to stop him and then he, the guy realizes it, he's like, Oh shit, he has a serum. And it was just too late. I, I think that was like, I think that was the best sequence in any of the Marvel Marvel shows right now. Is that one? Is mm-hmm. that sequence with um, him the battle at the one of the final uh, the end battle of one of the episodes? But you yeah. know, I kind of figured he did like right after he had the conversation with Battlestar, where mm-hmm. he was, the Battlestar was just like, you know, power just makes you become more yourself. I guess I was like, oh, all right, well, it's basically decided he's gonna get juiced right now. Like, I feel like he took it before that. You think he took it before that? No, I think he was definitely consulting him. Like, what do you think if you, you know, how would you feel? You're not that guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even bring up, like, the fucking, I forget the name of the uh, Wakandan. Um, oh, uh, Okoye? Doorhead. Door, uh, no, that wasn't, that wasn't even, Okoye wasn't even in that group. Oh, no, she, we just call, I don't know what they call them, like, the guards. You just it's called, called the guards. Door, yeah. Something like that. Oh, door, yeah. <sighs> I don't want to be like. I don't want to be. Like, no, like I'm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I do not talk. But yeah, <laughs> the they, I remember they beat the fuck out of fucking John Walker. I was like, yeah. Damn. Then he's like, dude, they weren't, they even, weren't even super, super soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's like, why, 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 why I, th- I think these are the best. Uh, these are probably going to be the best action scenes you're probably going to get in any of these shows. Mm-hmm. I think because just just because of the 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 setting kind of lends itself to it. Um, how do you guys think about? the flag smashers and what do you guys think that's gonna go to what do you, what do you think that's I, I, I never liked those guys no i i mean i what do you think the, con- the concept of the flag smashers you guys think it's like ooh, society oh, shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think they're kind of fun. like extremists, pretty much, right? Like they're like yeah. extremists, yeah. But, like they liked the world better when it was, yeah, when it snapped. But like I'm just like, well, you probably wouldn't have liked it if you were snapped. Like I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know what you're, I don't know what you're getting at here. Like honestly, no more complaining, please. <laughs> like, bro. Yeah, like, that part is a bit of a, bit of a, yeah, it's a bit of a break in their logic right there. Um. I, w- I like the whole tragedy of it all, and you know, that they fucking lost everything and they're just kind of basically refugees. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it just... Uh, that, um, like, yeah, like, okay, so the only reference to the blip, I mean, this has, like, been the, like, third thing to come out. Well, okay, post-Endgame, there was Spider-Man Far From Home, WandaVision, and then this. I think it's funny how, um, like, Spider-Man Far From Home... They're like, oh, the marching band spawned in front of the fucking dodgeball game. Ha <laughs> ha, blip is funny. And then this show is like, yeah, blip was some serious shit. A lot of people are fucking dead because of this shit. And people, people are, are people are in debt. Like, like, yeah, I know. I was just like, wow, all right. That like the blip was really funny last time they mentioned it. Now this shit got real dark all of a sudden. Damn. Like, like, like Falcon can't even get a loan. Because yeah, I know. I was like, "Whoa, all right." That, that like, was dumb. That was stupid. Come on. But it, but it makes, but it makes sense though. How is a world? How are you gonna go back to a normal functioning world when the people who are five years behind come in? Like, I don't. You don't know how you're gonna act like that. There's so many things that we a, can you take for granted now that when you come back, it's it's like weird. Like, how are banks gonna operate when, like, what, what like, imagine if you imagine if you left if you were blipped, but no one knew that you were blipped. They they, they thought you died. What happens to your money? In the bank like yeah that's a fucking bureaucratic nightmare. like does it does it go somewhere else like that's it, a bureaucratic I, nightmare um another like sidetrack i would just like to see um i heard another podcast talking about this but i would i would love to see like a one shot of like marvel doing like a mockumentary of like what life was like Ooh, that, be, that, that, that would be fun like kind of like talking about like economy and stuff like, actually getting like real like economist or like real like historians to come in and be like oh this is this is what happened when everyone get, went away for those five years this is what happened to the economy this is what happened to that'd be pretty cool actually wars that, or anything yeah <clears throat> that that's pretty based i think yeah you guys want to is there any shout outs you want to make for the show like any moments you liked um u.s agent getting his uniform on mm. and like we're not gonna need a Captain America. Do do you, what do you think that's gonna go? What do you think the U.S. Do you think he's gonna show up in the next like, Cap, like Captain America Falcon movie? Or? Um, well, they've already confirmed they're making a Captain America four. I think, mm. and oh. yeah, he's probably gonna show up at some point in that. Um, I will admit that does kind of question that does make. I mean, it's kind of like White Vision, where it's like, okay, what happens now to you? Like, where do you fit in at this point? Um, yeah, so I'm interested to see where that goes. Mm. Um, I would love to see more Wyatt Russell. I think Wyatt Russell's a talented. Oh, guy. he did a good job. Yeah, he's Again, really but... good. Yeah, he's really good in anything he does. It's just, did you did you guys know he actually he actually auditioned to be like, yeah, he auditioned Captain America, America, which is wouldn't... crazy because that guy is a fucking stick. Like, <laughs> like in real life, if you look at him and some of the stuff he's in, like he's really he skinny. skinny. Like he's really skinny. So I don't yeah. know how they could have even made him. Like, I guess, I guess, I mean, with Chris Evans, he wasn't like that big of a guy before i don't really remember any movies all i remember was him in not another teen movie but 
I'm pretty Fantastic. sure he had to go through like, yeah. He was it. Was he big in Fantastic Four or no? Like, no, he like, was the fucking Human Torch. Yeah. So it's like I feel like if I Russell were to be a um, Captain America, he would probably have to go through like some like bulking like routine or some shit like that. But also, yeah. I don't feel like his his. I can't see anybody else being Captain America except for like the Steve Rogers version, except for uh, Chris Evans. But yeah, it's it's that's a hard act to follow, right? There, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Um. Any shout outs? That's about it. So, any any uh, weaknesses to the show? Do you, we haven't really talked about weaknesses. Uh, a little bland. bland compared to the like uh, others contemporary mm. stuff Marvel's putting out. I guess, yeah. But it was still good. Um, <clears throat> I guess we can go into rating. I'll get my I'll get my rating first. I feel like this was kind of it's kind of a safe show. It was just. Great, great concept, especially. Not, I wouldn't say it's safe in the reason of concepts and theming. I feel like it's more safe in the setting and the storytelling. It's just, it's simple. Um, it's it's Sam Wilson's story to him accepting being Captain America. And that's just a great story to tell. Um, it's just, it kind of felt rushed to me at the end. I feel like I needed more episodes to kind of give more growth to everything. It kind of just kind of got pushed forward after that fifth episode. So I'm going to give it 7.5. I think it's 7.57. Like it kind of toes down a little bit. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't like the worst. Uh, Keenan, do you want to go? Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to say because, um, shit. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it was good. Um, it did feel a little bit boring. Yeah, it felt. Oh, it was. I I remember what I was gonna say. Um, so Zemo's mask in the comics, Zemo like wore the purple mask. You know, he put on for like one shot, and that was it. Hmm. Um, I'm torn because on one hand, it's kind of good fan service, but if you're a comic book fan, but on another, it's kind of fucking useless. Again, he put it on for like one shot. Better make it count. <laughs> Better make it count fired like an rpg or some shit and made an explosion and then took it off it was a little bit like okay well that was pointless like why the fuck did you do that <laughs> um yeah i mean i guess for a final rating uh yeah i guess like a seven point i don't know eight something like that oh i know i don't know underrated moment in the show when baron zemo sees the car and he's like ooh, i don't know why i like that movie. i don't like i like that moment so much like just his face he's just like he's just he's like ooh, i like that <laughs> It was a masterpiece, James. Complete, comprehensive. He's uh, old, but he's right. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you want to go with your rating for the show? Uh, I give it C plus. I give it a seven point nine. Okay. Do you want to explain? Like, it kind of it was a little boring, but I think it was a story that they like pitched a long time ago, mm-hmm. and they had to do it. But just compared to like if I if we had like WandaVision or even Loki in front of me, I would totally watch this over that. Now I know I would watch WandaVision or Loki over mm-hmm. this one. But I think it's an important story to tell again. I just feel and like it was a great kind of low risk way of introducing Captain yeah. America rather yeah. than putting all your money into a movie where people probably won't really care about just mm-hmm. because Chris Evans is not in it. So yeah. I feel like All this is right. a great kind of like, okay, here's 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 the transition. And now we can now we can get rid of all the back 
the back it like the back mm-hmm. shit and all the backstory shit for Sam Wilson accepting that he's Captain America. And then when we get to the to the fourth movie, it's gonna go straight into whatever they want to do. They don't need to deal with that anymore. You got the show, and that's it. Um, okay, um, we're not for this next one here. Um, I think when I don't think we really should give it a rating because it's unfair because it's only been yeah. two episodes. I feel like we should just talk about the two episodes. But before we get to that, we're gonna go on a little break here. Um, yeah, we are. Uh, I feel like we've been talking for a really long time now. Um, but yeah, so before we go on break, uh, please follow us on Anchor with the top right star in the corner. Uh, and follow us on Spotify and also follow us on Instagram at Dumb and Dense for any updates on episodes or anything. Um, and we'll see you after the break. Welcome oh back, God. everybody. What the f- <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We're, we're going to talk now, right now, we're going to talk about uh, Loki. So we're just going to talk about the first two episodes, how our feeling is about the show, where we think it's going to go. Um, not give it a rating, because I feel like it's unfair to give it a rating after two episodes, especially when you have the two other shows that have gone through the, the, the whole season. So, yeah, Keenan, do you want to start on what you think about the first two episodes of Loki? They're fucking good. Um, I will admit, like, I've, I'm taking the show seriously just because, like, right when he opened the drawer, it sounds there's just a bunch of, everybody's talking about it, but there's a bunch of fucking Infinity Stones in the drawer. Oh, uh, like, preface, oh. there will be spoilers in this part, so if you haven't yeah. watched the last one. Ooh, dude, yeah, I don't even know. Can it be like... like um, no. You might want to skip this part, but yeah. But yeah, so he opens the drawer, there's a bunch of fucking Infinity Stones, and he was just like, how the fuck do you guys have Infinity Stones? They're just like, oh, who gives a fuck? We use them, to fucking, we use them as butt plugs, who gives a shit? Um, that was when I was like, oh, fuck. They're just like, oh, this is on a whole new level. They just don't give a fuck about fucking Infinity Stones. What do you What do you think about the concept of the TVA? The concept of the people that basically know what the world is going to turn out to be. Like, there's one timeline, and that's it. See, I like it so far. They're beginning... Okay, I will admit, I was... I like how they're beginning to explain things about, like... The first thing I was wondering when they put the fucking charge in the ground and it went off right when they captured Loki, I was like, okay, what the fuck does that do? And even when they were talking about it in, like, the uh, minutes and the fucking TV screen... And like, we prune the the timeline. Like, also, uh, shout, out to, shout out to shout out to Miss Minutes, Tara Strong, the yeah, voice of Timmy Turner. Yeah. <laughs> the the like, she's no, she's not. Is she Timmy, Timmy Turner or no? Yeah, no. Timmy Turner is. and she's I'm also uh, Tommy Pickles, or no? Who Pickles? Tommy, like Tommy Pickles? Is that his name, right? Who, from Rugrats. Who invited that? Who invited that kid? Huh? Tommy Pickles? Yeah, from Rugrats. Isn't that his name? Oh, she did play a baby in Rugrats. Yeah. Um, Maybe one of the producers who was um, who had recently given birth. Um, she made her. She made them. Uh, what's it called? When the milk leaks out. Oh. I'm being dead fucking serious. I'm not. Fucking, I'm being dead serious. Like lactating. Lactate. Yes. Why, why do you know this, Keenan? Why? Why do you know this? It was an, in an interview. She was talking about okay, it. She made one fucking. Shout out to Timmy Turner. When she was auditioning, when she was auditioning, she did the baby voice, and apparently she did it so well that one of the producers who was started like, lactating, judging, started fucking lactating. Jesus. And they were like, "Okay, well, you basically got the job because that's the most convincing baby impression we've ever heard in our lives." <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, shout, out to, shout out to Tara Strong, voice of our yeah. childhood. 
I'm a big simp to Miss Minutes. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I really like where it's going. Okay. I'm making a fucking wild guess out there. I know the whole Mephisto thing was a big bust, but I know, I know, but hear me out on this one. Kang the Conqueror looks like one of the fucking timekeepers. I, I I don't know. I think, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to be wrong with them. I think they're fake. Like, I just feel like they're like, there's some fake, there's something fake about it. Like, it's just See, weird. Okay. Right? But no one I, questions, no one questions it because it's like, they, they don't know. They don't like, some, someone put the theory out that um, all the people in the TVA were once variants and they just don't know that they were variants. Hmm. But I don't know. That's an interesting theory. Um, I think, I think Kang the Conqueror is one of the fucking TVA agents. Okay. So, so in the, um, the most recent episode, you know, Loki is talking with Mobius and they're at like the table and they're talking about philosophy and shit like that. And then uh, Mobius says like, you know, well, like Loki asks like, what's your end goal or whatever. And then fucking what's his name? Mobius says, just order, just keep the timelines in order. And I was what, like, oh, oh shit. What do you guys think about the I do, do you guys think out of the two episodes that we've seen, you think this the show has the potential to have the best writing out of the, so the far, show? I'm really fucking yeah. loving it. So far, I really I love the I love the back and because majority of that second episode was basically Morbius and and Loki talking. Yeah. And it kept me engaged the whole time. I feel like the writing was very sophisticated not sophisticated, but engaging. It was easy to follow. Um Tom Hiddleston is playing his role great. I think he's exploring new things about Loki that we haven't seen before, and that's that's what you can ask for with the guy who's been playing a that playing that character since two thousand eleven, two thousand eight, yeah, two thousand nine, yeah. Like that's that's what you need. And also Owen Wilson, I feel like I like we kind of joke like the society jokes about Owen Wilson as like not really a talented actor, but he's he awesome. is. He's a really he's a pretty good actor, and I think the show is gonna show people that like he is he is one of the like good actors out there but uh oh go ahead Kenan. yeah but i'm calling it right now fucking kang the conqueror is one of the fucking timekeepers or whatever because okay look the whole mephisto thing there was no evidence to back it up marvel did not even marvel has not even mentioned mephisto since the fucking mcu began kang the conqueror's fucking his cast is confirmed it's you know they have the fucking guy who's gonna play kang the conqueror they announced it he's coming in ant-man 3 i would also like to mention that in ant-man and the wasp when hank pym is flying around in the quantum realm you can see a city in a bubble in the quantum realm i'm calling it right now that's the fucking tva control center because time functions differently in the TVA, just like in the motherfucking quantum realm. So, and then also they they can go to different points in the timeline. But so I feel like that the portals are just basically them going through the quantum realm. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm I'm calling it right now. Fucking Kang the Conqueror. Mark my fucking words. Um. Yeah. So what do you think about the the writing or like uh, I I asked before you walked out. I asked Keenan. What do you think about the concept of the TVA and like that whole kind of? Keenan, well, Keenan, are you putting the word out? I'm putting the word out. Yeah. I'm into this clown dead. Uh, I don't know. That's. We get a little more of the show before. I know. <laughs> honestly, I think the show has done better in explaining the world that they're in 
in just two episodes than WandaVision could have done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's honestly amazing how they've been able to explain this whole confusing thing about timelines and shit in the matter of two hours and keep it engaging and keep it keep it understandable to the people who like are dumb like me like it's just it's it's honestly astounding like this show has hit the mark i feel like it's hit the mark of the the line between mystery and also explaining the rules of this world like i feel like it's it's got it's got it it's got it now so far i'm i'm fucking loving it um I feel like I, I like how they don't hold any punches back in the in, in the last in, in those two episodes. Like they give you all the information. They don't make you wait. There's no waiting in this. Um, Seb, do you want to go ahead and talk about the TVA or talk about like um, like about the show in the last two episodes? I like it. I don't. I don't really like how like they're like supposed to be like all powerful, but some of their shit they do is pretty stupid. Why they have why they have batons? Yeah. Why that kid? I mean, like yeah, that that is pretty dumb. The, like this all-powerful organization is fucking running around with sticks like a bunch of cavemen. Mm. Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but I, I like I like it so far. I like it. Well, so I have a question. I don't know if anyone can answer this, but like, how does putting the at the end of the second episode when the port when the energy charges go through the the reverse charges go through the the, the portals? How does that affect anything when the point of the reverse charges were to take out any variants? around the area so they disintegrate um but it, so, but, but like if they go into a timeline where there's nothing that needs to be disintegrated what why why is the timelines going off the rails okay so it, it okay so the charges they disintegrate right in, in inside a certain area yeah right okay so what the TVA does for the charges, that why they use them, is if there is an action that's creating a branch in a timeline, the the charge will basically just destroy that. It could just be a bomb. Who gives a fuck? The point is, it destroys this object, this thing that creates the branch, and it stops it from happening. So it's just a weapon in, a, in any case. Again, it could be a firebomb. It could be just an explosive bomb. It could be a nuke. Who gives a shit? Um, well, a nuke does leave a trail. So that would actually fuck things up. But um, so I feel like when female Loki just opened the portals and dropped the fucking bombs, I'm assuming she's just dropping them in like important moments in history, like fuck a final, um, like somebody important being born. Um you know, fucking dropping it in front of John Wilkes Booth to stop Abraham Lincoln dying. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, preventing Gandhi from being born. I don't know. You know, just shit like that to fuck but up like, the time. But if they're not variants of the time, how do they get destroyed? Because I thought, I thought the reason for the bombs were to destroy the variants. That, like, anything that's a variant. I think they're just bombs. They don't... Okay. They don't like. They don't judge. Dude, they just why, disintegrate. Why do you hate John Wilkes Booth? I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I, just, I don't. Because that's the part I don't. I, maybe they'll explain it. Maybe they'll explain it later on. It's just it was confusing because it was like I thought the point of those reverse charges were to help the timeline, not hurt the timeline. No, I think they just disintegrate. Like that was kind of okay. what they said that they just disintegrate shit. Uh, like look at what they did to um, the TVA bodies, like in the in the circus tent or not yeah. the circus. But tent. but they're variants though. They're basically variants because they're not supposed to be part of the timeline. 
That's why they got destroyed. Yeah, I guess. Because um, going by your logic, it would have it would have destroyed everything. It would have destroyed the whole tent. The tent wouldn't have been there. Hmm. You're not that guy. So I, I just think <laughs> maybe it's just it's a little confusing, but I feel like they'll explain it to us. At, like, do that. Rewatch that. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I do you guys instead of instead of the uh, except the King the Conqueror prediction. Do you guys have any other like things you want to, was- to go into? Okay, well, I'm... Dude, there's going to be no King the Conqueror. Jesus Christ. The guy, the actor said, like, who the fuck is this? Fuck you. I, it's still real to me, damn it. Right. Why? Why do you have to... Well, okay, okay. Not, like, any... I mean, we could talk about, like, what do you want... Where do you want the show to go on now? I think it, there's only six episodes, right? Yeah. So, oh, fuck, that's not enough, man. Like, we need... I, I need ten. I need, like, ten or eight. It, it but, does kind of suck. But what do you want to go for these next four episodes? Where do you want the show to go? Like, do you do you, is there any well, places in history you want it to go to? Do you want it to? I'm calling it right now. The show is gonna end with the fucking timeline breaking apart, multiverse, baby. Mm. I mean, that's that's that's, that's the kind of the service of the show, pretty much. Yeah, is to do basically, that. fucking Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield running around in uh, fucking Spider-Man suits. Um, also, um, I don't know if you guys want to. I don't know if it's obvious or not. Do you guys know? Is there a reason why Morbius chose this variant of Loki as the one to help him? I'm assuming it's because the MCU timeline is the most important. I was, I was thinking, like, maybe, like, because of the timeline of his life, he kind of knew that this variant had some good in him. Like, he at least had some positive side to him. Um, especially at the end of Ragnarok, he basically helps his brother. He basically fights with his brother. And yeah. um, I don't know. I just feel like, like, why did he choose this one? Especially that one. That's like the most obvious. Like the 2012 Loki is like the <laughs> evilest Loki you could get. Like, yeah, um, yeah. He man's man's wanted to take over the world. Like, you just rip out somebody's eye. You remember that part? Yeah. Like, oh, I love the line where he's like, oh, "I'm not gonna stab you in the back." He's like, "I've been studying your whole life. You yeah. just have 48 people in the back." Yeah. It's yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming it's only because that variant is the only variant that kind of popped up, I guess. Like if there was a if like, you know, yeah, if like a if a Ragnarok Loki popped up, like that would be that'd be the preferable fucking Loki right there. Mm-hmm. Right? The Thor Ragnarok Loki or like right before Infinity War he showed up. I don't fucking know. Um, but he's but they're not variants though. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Beggars can't be choosers. He's kind of stuck with this variant. Mm-hmm. Oh well, like you got to make do with this Loki. So. Yeah. Um. Is there like, is there any like, you guys have any like hope that you want for these next four episodes? That you, that, if, if there's any time, like things like, you think, oh, that'd be cool if they're putting that like that scenario. Wait, what? Like, is there like like how they did with like Pompeii and like. Oh, I see. Oh, that's like, where would you want them to timelines. go? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Um, I kind of like the whole. I mean, even though it was only, well, I kind of like how they were talking about the future and they were like, the <laughs> dude, I like how like they were like, there's been so many the like apocalyptic, there's so many apocalyptic moments in our uh, movie, see, and all of them are like nature related. Like, yeah, no, that. that oh yeah, that was. But it was, was kind of crazy. Sweating at the same time, it's also like, oh shit. I mean. Maybe they're right. Like, well, I got they, they did Alabama dirty, <laughs> dude. I just like how like they're so like, 
when they go into like the store, they just start looking through people's bags like fucking like troopers. Yeah, like they shouldn't be a thing, you know, Men in Black, where they like wipe their memory. Well, that's that's oh. the everybody's gonna that's die. Gonna but no, you know when they go to but but no, but, but they that, go to events. They went to the Wisconsin thing. But that's what they had the reverse charges is to do yeah. that. Yeah. But, but yeah, they didn't I, need I get reverse it. charges. They, they go to the, the for the apocalyptic because everyone dies. No one. There's no. That was what the guy said. That was what yeah. one of the agents said. He was like, "Everybody in here is dead anyway," and he's not wrong. So you know, yeah. you could go up to fucking again, as Loki said, it doesn't matter because shit's just gonna blow up. You can go over to the fucking right before Thor and Loki get thrown into space at the beginning of Infinity War, and you can just like pee in loki's face i don't know like i'm just giving an example and nothing's gonna happen well actually thor is alive so that would still fuck things up i take that back i don't know how would wait also how would ragnarok be considered a an apocalyptic event if if asgard was still alive at the what end do you of mean? it so te- technically asgard was still alive not the, the not, but the like, people not but the, the people. planet though I guess, but like nobody really died on the planet though, because everyone was already. No, here. I see. That was the thing. Mobius was yeah. like, or, yeah, Mobius was like, a bunch of people died, like eight hundred died, and they were like, well, take it easy. No, there. really, like, not really. Like they died because they had to. A fight. couple guards died. That was it. Oh, yeah, but I mean, they, but they died many... because, but they died because they had to fight. They, they didn't die because, um, what's his name, Solter, Solter yeah, like certainly. destroyed them. No, because that, yeah. that, that's the whole rag. Like, I, I didn't get that, but it was whatever. Yeah. Because they died, they died. Yeah, it's a minor detail, and it's it's fine. But um, has there been any actors like signed to this thing that they're going to be on there? Has there been any like information on cameos or anything for the show? Um, well, Tom Hiddleston said episode four and five are very good, very like, very. Um, it's a it's a it's a big change, is what okay. I think he described it as. Um, I believe it was rumored that um, I think his name was like Admiral Pride or some shit. He was supposed he was in um, the Rise of Skywalker. Hold on. Seb, do you have any hopes? He's the guy who he's the guy who shot General Hux. Oh, okay. Seb, do you have any hopes of like what 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 time do you want to see? Like any moments in time do you want to see in Loki? Uh, I want to see more about the history of the TVA. Okay. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, I like I like the discussion that they have about the TVA. He's like, so basically, like you're born from from these three gods that you just like you trust that there's one timeline. Then he's like, who's your father? He's like, this frost giant. Who who took care of you, Odin? Like it doesn't make the any sense. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We just do what you need to do. I really fucking love that philosophical discussion. I fucking love that. That was genius right there. I think it's I say what you will about the three shows so far, but like the like the writing about what they say is really fucking good. Like yeah. it's really fucking good. It it it, it takes it's efficient in its storytelling. I think it's just yeah. really efficient for the two episodes they've had. It, mm-hmm. I say two hours. It's not even really two hours. It's really like ninety minutes. It's very, it's very filled yeah. in with those two hours. A lot of shit yeah. happens. Like, especially... but it feels like a lot of shit happens. But then a lot of shit really doesn't happen. Like they don't go to that many places. Like, no, it's just, but... it's all in the dialogue. Like, what do you guys think about like the aesthetic of the show? I, I really like the aesthetic of the show. Like, yeah, the kind of orange tinted. I, I really like it. Reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, uh, reminds me of a lot of like. Uh, like Mad Men or some shit like that, like, yeah. like kind of that old timey 
look at some music. I like it. Yeah. I think it's good. Um... <clears throat> but yeah, that's pretty much all the show that we have right now. I wish we could talk about more. I wish we could talk more about it because I think it's really shaping up to be one of the best shows right now on even just in general, one of the best shows in television right now. Um, but yeah, let's hope so. In the first do, like episode, <clears throat> yeah. Before uh, we kind of end this episode, let's do some like fun questions. Let's do like uh, okay. Let's say if um, like Kevin Feige be like they came up to you and be like, hey, Keen and Seth, um, all the unlimited money, all the unlimited time, any actor you want, what Marvel show would you want to make? So show. Yeah, like what show would you want to make? Like what's your dream? Marvel show that you would want to see? Well, show or movie? Show, because we're talking about shows. Could be animated, could be, could be uh, live action. But what what show? Any actor, any any property of the Marvel universe? What would you want to see, Seb? Um, anything. I want to see a. Uh... I want to see a show about Doctor Doom. He's pretty oh, cool. Okay. Like, what would you what would you want to be that show? Like, I want a solo show about Doctor Doom. About because I feel like he's been very misrepresented in early Marvel shit. So um, yeah, for me, I, I, don't, I don't know if we talked about it. I talked about it a little bit of what I really wanted to see. I wanted to see kind of like a <clears throat> animated kind of style of like animated um, Clone War style show of the Guardians. Yeah. Like kind of like their adventures through kind of the first and second movie of like their adventures of like basically guarding the galaxy. Like of like all these different like because being animated it gives you the opportunity to like do more stuff. You can show as many planets as you want and the story doesn't have to be connected. There doesn't there doesn't have to be like this big kind of villain. It could just be like Clone Wars where it's like it's these separate stories that these characters go through. Um, I just feel like it'd be great, and it's I hope, hope like hopefully we'll think about doing that one day because it, it'd be like a great show. But yeah, definitely. Know. It's hard to say. I can't a show. I can't do a show. I mean, I don't know. I can't. Do Is there it. any character that like you feel like, oh, they don't get like a lot of screen time? So like I would want to show on them. Just I'll tell you what. How about a also, short? Um, I would yeah. I was gonna say something. I would like a short or like a little like mini shorts of the uh, of the Midtown High news program. Oh, or just them like going through shit like like just because I feel like it's low maintenance. It's like literally it's hella funny. Like they're really funny. So I think it'd be cool to have like that kind of like like couple shorts on like them just doing the news program at Midtown. Somebody already said it on Instagram, but um. How about Louise just like narrating like oh, what yeah. happens, like a recap from fucking uh, Iron Man one all the way up to now, on occasion doing the cutaways to you know like you know how he'll like kind of like impersonate someone mm-hmm. and then you know it'll cut away to that person, but it's like Louise's voice, you know you know yeah like, um, yeah no I I would like that I'd like a nice like ten minute segment of that where he's like one where he's like he's being like interrogated from like the fbi to saying where like where is scott lang and then he just like he just goes through like the whole story yeah yeah that'd be awesome i'll take that okay um who are you what is your out of the three shows that we've seen 
um, who do you think is has had the best performance? Any any character, any actor, who do you think has had the best acting performance? Mm. Um, I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to say Tom Hiddleston. I like him a lot right now. Um. Okay, well, I was, I was thinking about Tom Hiddleston just because when like he's messing around with the fucking time projector, and he can see you know himself dying, his fucking mom dying, Odin dying, and like you know all the emotions he kind of goes through. But uh, Wanda steals the show for me. Elizabeth Olsen when uh, she fucking first like uses her power, um, like when she's like crying at the fucking gravesite. That shit was, mm. that was good. That was good. Uh, for me, kind of a, I really do like Elizabeth Olsen's performance as Wanda. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave kind of more deeper dive into a character who really hasn't had this, because the reason why she made this, this world is because she really hasn't had time to grieve. If you think about it from, from Age of Ultron to, to Endgame, she hasn't had time to grieve any of the deaths that she's experienced. Like any of her brother, like her only, like her only love, like ever, like she hasn't had time to really kind of let that sink in. So yeah, I do agree with Keenan. Elizabeth Olsen is a top performance. I also think Catherine Hahn as um, Agatha. I think she played her character very well. um, Like as a villain. And it's something that we haven't really seen of her because you really see her as, Mostly like a, a, a comedian, comic yeah. actor. So um, I think Kath, Catherine Hahn's really good. And then also freaking Anthony Mackie, bro. Anthony Mackie's like, he played, I think he played a great Sam Wilson in kind of post, post Steve Rogers, Sam Wilson. Um, but yeah, any, uh, what do you think is the top three, any like, any moments that stick out to you? Like, what are your favorite moments of these three shows? I would say Wanda getting her outfit. Um, well, just right now, the fucking, I'm kind of like, all I can think about is the fucking Loki timeline shit. Like, mm. oh man, what the fuck is going to happen there? Like, and the way they did it so quickly, you would think that would happen in like, they, maybe the fourth episode or something, but they did it in the second episode. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping they're not going to run out of steam. I'm hoping this is not the peak of the show. Right do, we, here. do you know who the actor is for Lady Loki? Do, no. Is it like a famous actor or anything? No. Um. Okay, so, well, A, I heard this guy is going to play like an alternate Loki, like one mm-hmm. that's going to look comic book accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let me look it up. Hold on. Because I don't know, she didn't really look familiar, but yeah. Uh, for me, some of my favorite moments definitely the the Pietro moment for as long as it lasted. <laughs> it was a great moment. It was you a know, great that was a good surprise. One. It was a good surprise. Like yeah. for for what it was, and for hindsight is twenty twenty. It was good, honestly. Like I do, I know I bitch and complain how if you're gonna do it, just don't do it at all. Like if if it was gonna turn out like this, don't do it at all. But you know, what? it's fine. It's done and it's fine. Um, that. I feel like we should pick a moment from each show. So, yeah. So, I feel like the on WandaVision, it's definitely either the Pietro moment or the oh, yeah. um, the moment with her and Vision, the last moments together. 
That's, kind of her, that's kind of her letting go of like everything that she kind of grieved. She kind of had her moment there, and that's it. Um, I think in <laughs> in Cat uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, definitely the the first scene of the last episode when uh, Falcon comes in and he's, the people are like, "Who are you?" He's like, "I'm Captain America." Like, I think that's that's a great line. That was a great uh, moment in that timeline, and also another good moment was the talk with him and Isaiah Richards, like, if you choose to be Captain America, you're damn fool. Because it just yeah. just speaks to what, like, what society is at that point. Like, it's just a big fuck you to society. Like, like, so. And then for Loki, I think it's got to be a lot of good moments in the first two episodes. So really kind of, I think it's either the, the, the jet ski conversation when they talk about yeah. The, the craziness, yeah, the philosophy of like just the TVA, and or the Infinity Stone moment. I think the Infinity Stone moment was like fucking like mind blown because I'm just like, oh shit! Like they totally bitched out these last twenty movies. Yeah, <laughs> just, no, like, like, that was the whole topic of like that's why Thanos chucked his daughter off fucking cliff. That's why yeah. Black Widow chucked herself off a cliff. Th- that's, that's why Thanos literally destroyed Xandar. Yeah, and then you got these motherfuckers tossing tossing these around in the office. Yeah, they're just like, who gives a fuck? That's fucking finished though. Who gives a shit? We got like forty more of them in the fucking drawer. So, but given that context, Kenan, you want to do one from one division, one from uh, Falcon, and then one from Loki. Yeah, I I guess for one division, I'll do the. uh, Oh man, it's it's a tie between her getting her outfit and uh, the Pietro reveal. That was that was big. Even if they fucked it up later on, it was still really big. It was still, I was still like, oh shit, multiverse coming sooner than expected. Um, I'll go on the Winter Soldier. I think it was the ending. Ooh, it was either the ending speech um, where he's talking about now we have a common goal or whatever, or um, or it was where um, Zemo was getting arrested. And he's getting taken away to the raft. And he and kind of Bucky have their last moment of, oh, fuck, I didn't even think about, um, or when Bucky gets free of the control, when mm-hmm. um, the lady says the words, and he, and then he doesn't react, and she's like, you're free, and he's kind of like smiling, and he's still crying, like tears of joy and shit, that was a good one, um, yeah, Loki, it's tough, I'm thinking either the, the philosophical conversation, or the, the bombs getting dropped, that was... Again, I'm still like, where the fuck is that gonna go? Like, is is the multiverse coming? Like, is yeah. it? Is this it? Is this the multiverse like being born right now? I did see a theory that um, uh, like Elizabeth Olsen at the end of um, uh, WandaVision, where she's reading the Darkhold and she mm-hmm. can hear Billy and Tommy, is that? Well, the TVA is outside of the time. I don't know. Never mind. Forget it. Forget okay, it. Seb, do you want to go? Uh, okay, so Wanda, with Wanda, um, Wanda. yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. For uh, Wandavision, I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, I like the interaction between the two visions. That was pretty funny. Yeah, the fight. I am, I am the vision. My, that was pretty funny. I know that wasn't the best scene, but that that's probably was pretty funny. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know. I, I like the. I did like the conversation between him and um, 
crap, what's his name? I feel so bad. Isaiah? Isaiah Richards? Or No, the guy the um, the John Walker? This, no, the winter no no the the super soldier that ne- that ne- that ne- so no one ever knew about Isaiah Richards. Yeah. yeah, I like that part. That was pretty cool. And uh, I also liked this conversation with um with Carly. No, who's Captain? Who's uh, uh Iron Man's best friend? No, uh, War Machine. Yeah, I like this conversation with War Machine in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Let's, take, let's take a walk. Let's take a walk. Hey man, payday for John Don Cheadle. Clap for yeah, Don exactly, Cheadle. Payday. Exactly. He got, he got, payday, he, baby. He got, he got a check. He got enough like hefty checks in that probably what like a million yeah. dollars. <laughs> and uh, in Loki, Yo, I, I like the um, probably I like the intro sequence that when he like gets capped, he just like he lands in Mongolia. Yeah. Just like because he's oh he always seems to be in control whenever what scenes he in. In that first sequence, he legit had no idea what he was doing. It reminded me of that scene when uh, Thor is getting like captured by the gladiator ring, and he just like yes, him as a yeah him at like they're just like they they're they're so cocky and they're gods and like when they're put in these situations of just like they don't know what's going on, they have no power. It's funny to see how they react. So um, an Easter egg in Loki when he first lands in the desert, that shot is um. Is mimicking uh, in Iron Man one. Oh. When fucking Tony crashes in the, when he first flies for the first time, escaping a cave. Uh-huh. Um, and also in the most recent episode, when at some point Loki gets fucking knocked on like face down, and like when he gets up, he goes like that, and like it's reminiscent of uh, him going, "I've been falling." For 30 minutes. Um, like that shot is exactly the same, except you know he's wearing different clothes. Um, yeah. Um, Seb, do you want to go with your favorite moment from Loki? Yeah, I told you it was the TVA. It was like it was. I, I just said it. I did, wait, the intro sequence of him being captured. I literally said. I thought you were talking about the intro sequence. Uh, fucking. I don't know why I was thinking about the one when I was talking about where he, where uh, Falcon was like, "I'm Captain America." No, talking about you said that. I literally no, it was, it was no, when he got like captured. Oh, like you remember what I said? <laughs> yeah, I know what you said now. Okay. I know what you said now. Yeah, I was I'm like, I thought I was like, when did the when did when was Captain America ever in in uh when was Falcon ever in fucking Mongolia? I was like, Mongolia. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's probably talking about the first episode. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much it for the, um, for the episode. Is there any shows that you guys are excited for that's coming up in the docket for the MCU? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, oh, that movie, but Eternals. Whatever. We're talking about the shows. The shows. I don't even know, I don't know what are shows are coming up. Marvel next. shows? Or are you just know. talking about shows? What? Again? What? What? what, what I don't even know what shows are coming up. Oh my God, there's like there's there's I think Miss Marvel. I think that, is that one of them. Uh, is that the one with the big hands? Ooh. What if? What if? No. This what if? What if? I completely yeah. forgot about what if. Jesus no. Christ. Miss Marvel yeah. is the one with the stretchy hands. Yes, she is the one with stretchy hands. That's what Jared upset the one with the big hands. And you're... <laughs> no. What if? There's yes. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Hawkeye. No. There's Hawkeye. People... No one gives a fuck about Hawkeye. I'm sorry. But no one gives a fuck. Oh, my God. Wait. What is it? Is this? Do you know if the Hawkeye is going to be about the Ronin Hawkeye or is it going to be about just like Hawkeye? Oh, it's about it's about setting up uh kate bishop it's i just want to that's actually i want that as a show i want ronan hawkeye as a show yes that would be sick just him fucking busting up yakuza dudes that's fucking awesome yakuza cartel he just went after yakuza yakuza 
he just went after fucking criminals. That was basically it. You remember an Endgame when? Yeah, but that'd be like sick though. Like just him doing it like in like a kind of like samurai style movie. Like that would be sick. It was like um, ten seconds of him doing this with his blade. <laughs> it's all um, bad. Yeah, be cool. Oh, I saw a funny meme talking about um, how Don Cheadle and um, Don Cheadle and uh, with Terrence Howard. Yeah. How like one of them is a variant, like because <laughs> of oh. different actors. <laughs> And uh, what's his name? Um, don't the, push Edward it, Norton. Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo. One... Oh, yeah, don't push it. Don't. But, no, it's a meme. It's a joke. It's not. Oh, okay. A... Okay. It's just a joke. But yeah, the joke is that fucking two out of four of them are variants. I, I've been seeing stuff on TikTok about like the like they'd use like the miss the miss minutes audio and like they'd be like me when I lose my virginity. It's just like you are a variant. Like you have gone stepped out of the <laughs> um, timeline. Yeah, no. I'm still a simp for Miss Minutes. Dude, Miss Minutes. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, so yeah, Hawkeye is about Kate Bishop setting up. Um, that's basically okay. So all members of the fucking original Avengers are kind of having their the next the next Avengers. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Thor is gonna be uh, Lady Thor. You know, Natalie Portman. Um, so yeah, Hawkeye yeah. is gonna be Kate Bishop. The fucking Black Widow lady who we haven't met yet, because Black Widow hasn't come out yet, is going to be the new Black Widow. Sam Wilson, new Captain America, you get the point. Fucking Tom Holland, next Iron Man. Um, uh, maybe it could be the other dude, too. Huh? Could be the other oh, you're guy. talking about Ironheart. Iron Lad? Uh, I thought his name was Iron Lad. Iron Lad. The show is called Ironheart. God. Um, you know, the... Um, I. The Disney CEO said it's gonna have it's gonna scratch. Wait, what do you what are you what are you on about, Seb? What are you on about? You gotta go down a fucking rabbit hole. Just like, oh, let's ask a fun question, and now you're just like, exp- what? Yeah, fuck it. You want to end the episode right now? No, I, no. It's just funny how this happens. I love how these like, rabbit holes just happen. They're hilarious. Just um, like, uh, the Disney CEO that said that the Iron the Iron Show, I'll just call it the fucking Iron Show, uh, is gonna scratch the itch of more Iron Man action. Even though it's not going to be about oh, Iron Man. Okay. You know what? We're going to end the episode now. Because <laughs> <laughs> this has gone on. We, 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 we've gone a little deep into some places. I feel like this could have been its own episode. I think oh, we should do an episode on predicting or what they're going to make. Sure. Yeah, yeah we could. Because there's shit. so many predictions you guys can make. Or I, I, feel like, I feel like we need a couple. I feel like we need, first we need the end of this show. Yeah. I haven't even gotten into my fucking predictions. I don't even have any predictions for Doctor Strange 2, but I'm so fucking excited for that <laughs> shit. Three. Oh, no, it's two. Yeah, shit. It's two. I'm yeah. so fucking excited. Like, what seriously. is it? What is it called again? <laughs> madness. Uh, multiverse. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Like right. I'm, I'm so <laughs> fucking excited. Well, that's the end of this. I don't. Wait. I feel like all of our fucking like, all of our uh, nerd culture videos just get like so long because we just go down these mm. fucking rabbit holes. Like, and then all the stuff that we talk about, like serious shit, it's just like so short because we're just like we don't, we don't care, but. Yeah, so that's it for the episode. Uh, please follow us on Spotify and Anchor and on Instagram at Dumb and Dense. Um, hopefully, we can get a SoundCloud up by the end of the month. We all, we all broke motherfuckers out here. But, yeah. Um, see you guys later. You say bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Disney Plus. Support me.